Hello everyone and welcome to this instalment of Burridge and Tom rambling on. My name is Tom and as always I'm joined by my good friend Burridge. Yes, hello, that is me. I hope you're all having a better day than Tom is. Let's have a look at our topics today, shall we? You know, I went deliberately cheerful for this, just so that sounds really out of place, but people will figure it out later on. <laughs> uh, in this episode we will be looking at my Steam Deck. Our Twitch channel. And GeForce Now Game Streaming. Since when do we become a review show, Burridge? <laughs> Since when? Right, Since okay, now. So let's get on to the positive things in Tom's life. The angry stuff comes later. <laughs> it's finally here. It's only, how long ago was July? Oh, literally, yeah. Is this a Steam Deck or is it a baby? I waited nine months for this, so I'm not sure which it is. Also, I've just realized I've not moved my microphone, but we'll go with whatever. <laughs> um, it's finally here. And holy crap, is it heavy. Like, it weighs more than I expected. Tom, I'll grab it a sec. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a little over 650 grams. So that's like a ha- over half a kilo of handheld console. Heavy boy. It's a chonker. It is a chonker, but I'll tell you what, it feels absolutely lovely in the hands. At least in my massive hands. Don't know how, like, someone with smaller hands would fare. I guess watch Linus Tech Tips' review for that, because he's got small hands. <laughs> Linus, don't hate us, please. We, we could do our own version of that when we come and see you in Plymouth. Just give it to Jesterhold and see what <laughs> yeah. it's like then. <laughs> right, okay, so let's have a look at the positive things about the Steam Deck. Yeah, like I've said, it is very ergonomic. You know, like, one thing I like about the Steam controller is the fact that compared to the Xbox controller, it is chonky it is a chonky boy like the hand grips are massive on both that and this you know it was interesting because i was playing a lot of animal crossing on the switch handheld mode and after a while the switch felt really uncomfortable to use i've yet to have that with the steam deck okay even though it's still like relatively the same shape it's just a big square basically a big rectangle but the steam deck because it has like the huge notch like the huge hand grips at the back it's a lot better for your hands to like wrap around than the things that look like bricks that they call joy cons (laughs) um yeah all of the buttons are perfectly placed i can reach everything just fine without having to shift my grip massively you know, I can use the touchpads comfortably. Even like the really low down buttons, the steam buttons, it's not too bad. You sort of have to poke the bottom of your hands out a bit to try and reach them with your thumb. Although I guess you could press them with the middle of your thumb, but I I prefer pressing like all my buttons with the tips of my fingers. I know some people do like use the middle of their thumb for some reason. Each to their own in ergonomics, as always. Um, although one thing I will say is that ABXY pad... It does feel a little small. Okay. I can fit the basically the whole thing, give or take half a button, under my whole thumb. So it feels a little small, but realistically it's not the end of the world. It's a darn sight better than some things. But oh, I'll compare. I've got an Xbox 360 controller here, and I'd say the controls on the 360 controller are about 70% bigger in terms of like their spacing. But then they're just building a controller, not a whole-ass computer. 
Um, it does run games surprisingly well. Uh, runs Metro 2033 beautifully, which kind of surprised me because even though the game is older, it does still look quite good. Although the funny thing is, I've mostly been using the Steam Deck at the moment for Stardew Valley. You know, the mobile, the game that runs on mobile. <laughs> I've I've been using a, a Ryzen processor, and uh, whatever graphics thing it had, I've already forgotten. How long ago did we cover this? <laughs> oh God, um... two months. <laughs> a <laughs> little uh, while ago. But yeah, um, I've basically we've just been using that for Stardew Valley. I really, saw you were playing that. Really into. I've I've actually, you know, like when we tried it on stream, I didn't like it, but now I'm really enjoying it. So we might have to do it on stream again at some point. That might be good. Um, I feel like I should get into it. Yeah, it's great. You know, I'm not even a year in, and I'm already married. So doing better than real life. <laughs> But yeah, so um, it is very portable. You know, surprisingly, I could put it on top of my laptop and it is the same width as my uh, ThinkPad X260. Okay. So it is about... It is the same width and about half the height of my X260. And the X260 is a compact laptop, kind of a netbook. You know, like the little... It's a bit too big to be a netbook, but it's sort of closer to that family of compact laptop but i'll tell you what the carry case comes with is pretty good really nice um the battery life is decent i won't say fantastic but it is decent like something low intensity like stardew valley you'll easily get your eight hours battery life out of it which is valve's expected um but something like metro 2032 you might only get two and a half to three hours uh euro truck sim is about Three hours again. Yeah, I've not tested anything hugely intensive on it because um, 64 gig is a surprisingly small amount. Mm. And like with how much of it is system reserved, with your 64 gig, you get about 35 left to use. Oh, that's quite chunky. Yeah, well, it's got at least seven. Uh, 7 gig of like other applications like Proton itself takes up a whole gigabyte of that which you know doesn't sound a lot when I'm thinking about 8.5 terabyte well, no 9 terabytes now of built of storage in my PC but when I'm thinking about 64 gigs on this it's it's a surprising surprising amount uh, so I will be getting a bigger SD card to go in it. I've currently got a 32 gig stuck in there that I found lying around on my desk at home. <laughs> I mean, luckily SD cards aren't the most expensive thing anymore. Yeah, I, I can get a half terabyte one for like 60 quid, so... yeah, It's a darn sight cheaper than the half terabyte variant of the Steam Deck, which is £200 more. <laughs> yeah. Also, interestingly, um, one thing that I didn't see advertised anywhere is... Even though, like, you get exclusive keyboard skins with the more pricey ones, with all the Steam points you get for buying one of these, you can go into the Steam Point store and buy different keyboards. <laughs> so you can buy keyboard skins. You know, it's like you buy like your your um, profile frame and your profile background and all that nonsense on there. Yeah. Well, I got so many Steam points, I could probably buy the whole store now just for buying this. <laughs> but um, yeah. And um, I'll tell you what, gyroscopic gameplay, which was something that was talked about a little bit, but no one, to my knowledge, really demoed. That is something weird. 
So it only works with a, with very few games. Um, you know, first thing I did with this was I installed the oh, what's it called? Aperture Test Labs. The thing that Valve made for demoing all the things on the Steam Deck. And, you know, they get you to do gyroscopic on there. I was like, yeah, cool. Gyros I, I didn't think anything else would have it. Turns out they've put it into Half-Life 2. So I'm there starting a new save on Half-Life 2, step off the train, start moving around, and my thumb's on the right joystick, which is what triggers it, because they're capacitive joysticks. And I tilt my Steam Deck and Gordon Freeman's head uh, camera view moves, and I'm like, what the shit is this? Excuse my language. <laughs> it took me completely by surprise. But I need to figure out how to turn it off, because it's a bloody nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, it could work, like, when shooting... But it would be weird, especially like, you know, holding a device like this and trying to shoot something with it. It would be just something different. Yeah, it makes sense in VR. It makes sense um, in VR. That's about it. Really. With the Wii, maybe. But the Wii was something else. There wasn't really many shooter games on the Wii. Did play a Call of Duty World at War. That was good fun. But yeah, it is, it is different. Right, okay, and now on to the disappointments. So, one thing you will notice if you have a Q2 unit as of now is that when you're playing in a quiet environment, there is a fan whine. It seems to be something to do with the airflow in the uh, new fans from a different supplier in this generation of units. Interestingly, if you cover the four outlet vents... Or the, the rightmost four outlet vents, the fan wine goes away. So, so it only I'm, seems to be on the right hand side? It's oh, so on the top you've got two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven vents. Eleven like it's a vent with eleven like holes. If you cover the the right hand four, it disrupts airflow enough to stop the wine. So it's just something about the way that air flows through the fan and out the top there that's causing the wine. I, I mean, I don't bother because I've kind of got used to it anyway. Using a laptop a lot, it sound, it's basically the same noise level as my ThinkPad makes, so it makes a negligible difference to me. But it can be quite annoying if you sat quietly somewhere. Um, some games have some weird visual effects. So I was playing Euro Truck Sim 2, my, my good old boredom game. Um, you know... You know how you can look at a game and it doesn't seem wrong, but something feels wrong about the way the graphics are behaving? Mm hmm Yeah, literally, I had that. It looks perfectly fine, but I think something to do with the way it's trying to scale the graphics is weird. Or it's probably something to do with the render distance, actually, because I think the render distance set is set quite low for the Steam Deck. It could also be... Um... It trying to emulate the rendering engine because obviously True. if it's I'm... on a Steam Deck, it's running Linux, right? So yeah, I'll have yeah. to get it reinstalled. So I'll see if you can notice it when you uh, come down. But I've currently not got it installed. I, I tried to uninstall everything and install Formula One Twenty Twenty. You know, yeah, higher end game to test everything on. Still not enough space. Forty gig needed. <laughs> I have like thirty six to play with. Very sad. That's why I've been playing Stardew. Um, 
And uh, this one's not so much of a downside, more of just of a something I found a little bit annoying, but it's not the end of the world. So one thing I noticed on the back of the carry case is there's an indent with an elastic with a thick elastic strap covering it. I figured out that's for the charger. So you tuck the charger in there and it'll sit in there so you can just take it along with the carry case without having to carry anything separately. Uh. Which is all well and good, but it doesn't work with Type-G plugs very well. And we use Type-G plugs here in the UK. You know, it'll fit a nice, slim European or American style adapter because they don't have the chunky Type-G plug that we do. Realistically, though, Type-G is the safest plug in the world. Anyone who wants to fight me on that, you're wrong. But, <laughs> uh, you know, because it has to have like that massive flange at the bottom going around the pins, it doesn't really fit properly. But that's more of a pet peeve kind of thing. Realistically, I'm not going to be taking this anywhere. I'm not taking my backpack anyway, so I'll just chuck the charger in there. It's not the end of the day. It's not the end of the day. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> You wish it was the end of the day. <laughs> I wish it was the end of the day. I could do with a new day. Um, and here's just a couple of little things that I've noticed interesting since, you know, I'm I'm back in Plymouth now, back at my flat. Um, so last night, after I'd finished playing modded Minecraft, I, um, I went and sat in the living room, grabbed the Xbox controller to turn on the Xbox so I could watch some Netflix while playing Stargate Valley. Of course. And... Um, Picking up that Xbox controller felt so weird. Because obviously the Steam Deck is trying to emulate Xbox-style controls. Because, you know, that's the most common type of controller. I do wonder whether they used um, the Steam hardware survey to work that out. What control scheme to go with. More than likely, I'd say, yeah. Yeah, it's trying to emulate that, but picking up an Xbox controller, which has the angled grips and the smaller triggers, it feels so weird picking it up. It's like, this feels so small in my hands now compared to this chonky beast. And, uh, yeah, like I've said, fan noise, far less noticeable on the train. Which I do kind of feel like public transport is sort of the domain that the Steam Deck was aimed at anyway. Yeah, I expect there's going to be a hell of a lot of people just buying them and using them at home. Which makes sense. We're gamers. When do we go outside? <laughs> but, you know, I will absolutely be playing this on the train up to London for EGX. And I'll be taking it with me on any adventures I go on in the summer as something to do while I'm on public transport. So I would thoroughly recommend one to anyone. If you join the queue now, you might get one before Christmas. Which is still less of a weight than I had, you lucky sods. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's all for the Steam Deck. Would you like to introduce our next topic, Burridge? Well, our next topic, I feel, is is not a review. Uh, we're having a break from reviewing. <laughs> it is a review. Zero out of ten would not recommend. True. It's our Twitch no. channel. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I do recommend it. It's it's good fun. Sometimes. Yeah, we, we've. I think both of us have been quite busy this week, so we've not. Um... Yeah, I've been moving back. I've been supposed to be doing coursework. So we've not done any streams this week, but hopefully next week we will. Uh... 
return back to it. But we did a few streams last week, uh, over the last couple of weeks. Um, and varying levels of success, I'd say. I would say our Mario Kart and our Planet Side 2 streams were really good in terms of... I think the ones we announced did better than the more impromptu ones. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the, follow the Barrett and Tom rambling on, on Twitter to find out when we are streaming. We will try and be more upfront with our stream times. I, yes. <laughs> it works better for engagement. Funny that. <laughs> Funny how that works. Also, hold on. Josh, I know you're listening to this. Watch our streams as well. Yes. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, yeah, no, we are hoping to expand our content portfolio. Uh, it's how I wrote it in the document because it sounded fancy. Portfolio. Portfolio. <laughs> such an interesting word. It is, isn't it? It's great. It's a nice word to say. Portfolio. Or especially if you're if you're West it Country. It does sound like a town name, though. It does. Oh, yeah, I live in Cornwall in Portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so on, we're off topic again. <laughs> Date long. Um... I'm surprised we lasted on topic throughout the Steam Deck. I kind of didn't. I kind of got a bit lost on the Steam Deck. <laughs> you made the wrong turn. It went to Portfolio. Um, portfolio. Yeah, so the idea is we want to expand our content. Uh, hopefully, actually, Sunday coming, uh, the 1st of May. Uh, hopefully, Jess and myself will be up in Plymouth to see you. So, um, that's news to me. <laughs> what do you mean that's news to you? We were talking about this ages ago. I don't, I don't remember you stating a date. Yeah. Okay, sick. Nice. Oh, cool. This whole weekend I'm going to be busy. <laughs> because it's like the weekend before my birthday, so uh, mum's coming, mum and at least mother, maybe dad, might be coming down on the Saturday as well. Uh, yeah, because so we were talking about golf, weren't we? Yes, golf. Well, that's why I need my bloody iPhone. <laughs> True. Also, I, we never heard back from the golf place. Wow. <laughs> I mean, we're... you'd have known. It goes to the shared inbox, but... Yeah, true. Uh, calling you out now, company in Plymouth. Uh, actually, it's um, the company that runs Brighton Pier. Oh, there it's you Brighton go. Brighton Pier Entertainment International or something. <laughs> this was about it's... Twitch, but it's fine. It's us just rambling on. It's it's the yeah. rambling on well, it's, part. It's tangentially related. It's it fine. is, because we're hoping to expand content with vlogs and all sorts of stuff. And, oh, uh, I'm excited there was an email in the inbox, but it was just the thing telling us uh, two days ago that we need to record the podcast. <laughs> ah, oh, yes. God. Yes, it was scheduled for Friday, did it on Sunday. <laughs> yes, yeah, we're going for short turnaround time It's here. been busy, people, okay? Yeah, it has been busy. Um... But yeah, we are hoping to expand our content. We want to make vlog style content, uh, streams, some, some proper production yep. stuff. Yep, yep. We've but got lots we of ideas. We just need budget. So uh, please support us on Patreon. Uh... <laughs> do the thing in the down. Uh, do the thing in the description. You know. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're not watching on YouTube, um, barrageandtom.com. <laughs> I think we need to make the links a bit more obvious on there, but we can yeah. work on that. Yeah, we can work on all that. Um, and speaking of supporting us so we can do things, uh, especially on the fly, as this particular thing was... Hold on, you segue into a sponsor you haven't told me about. Sponsored <laughs> by... No. Um, oh. No, but you did purchase G4... Well, you, you purchased a month of GeForce Now 
uh, oh. while you were back home, didn't you? Because yes, of for, uh... for the for the sudden game streaming plan we had. Yeah. You know, I like how we planned all this after I'd left my PC at home. And yeah. Before my Steam Deck had arrived. Actually, interestingly, OBS will run on SteamOS. Oh, will it? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I thought I could do a test stream using like the inbuilt microphone. <laughs> So Apparently Discord works on here as well. But so here's the fun thing, though. OBS that's on Steam... It, it doesn't work on it. It doesn't run on Linux, which is very it odd. It doesn't like wine. It's mm. alcohol-free OBS. But, <laughs> but, but OBS is native to Linux, so why don't yeah. they just have the Linux version on Steam anyway? I think it's because the Steam... Everything launched through Steam on the Steam OS is basically trying to force the use of wine and proton right it's just it's the way that because like most of the get i i'd say pretty much all the games on steam when i say pretty much all there's still like hundreds and hundreds of games that are linux native but compared to the what is there like at least two hundred fifty thousand games on steam yeah a lot of it's shovelware but you know of all the games on steam Pretty much anything that's going to be Steam Deck compatible will probably be Windows and will run in Wine and Proton. So they probably just did it that way. But I can just install it from the desktop. Because it does have a desktop and I need to get a dock to use it properly. Yay. Otherwise I have to use a scuffed application that provides me with an on-screen keyboard. (laughs) Ooh, yeah. It's not terrible, but it's not great either. But oh, uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, GeForce Now. <laughs> <laughs> we got lost again. <laughs> Went to portfolio again. Portfolio, we got lost again. I tell you what, me hiking up Snowden in the summer is going to be a hell of a thing if I keep getting lost like this. <laughs> um, yeah, I tell you what, though, GeForce Now was genuinely surprising. You know, I played with Xbox game streaming, and it leaves something to be desired. Yeah, I was sat in the living room uh, a few weeks ago now, and I tried streaming uh, I Am Fish, which is a game made by the studio that made I Am Bread. Of course. Um, through Xbox game streaming, while I was downloading an update for something. Turns out I paused the update, so that wasn't helpful. But um, I had like big graphical issues with it. So like every time, every so often, you could see it loading in line like line of pixels by line of pixels like a CRT does. So it'd be like, it'd do a layer and then it'd go in full colour. It wasn't like all the time. It was like every couple of minutes. But yeah. you could see where it was struggling with streaming the image. In uh, GeForce Now does not have that problem. I'd say GeForce Now, I mean, I was... I was using a wired connection, which I was on Xbox Game Streaming. And GeForce Now has been around longer, like, a lot longer. How is Xbox Game, even, uh, game Streaming even a year old yet? Uh, I don't I know, it is, but like, NVIDIA, it NVIDIA GeForce Now has been around... It's been around since the 2015. first NVIDIA Shield tablet. So it launched in beta in 2015 and then became public in 2020. Yeah, because you got access to the beta if you bought any of the Shield yes. product lineup. Yes. And then five years yep. later, they released. 
just to show you how old it is, I know that because I watched a Dave Chaos video on it. Oh <laughs> my Dave god! Chaos made content. Oh my! In his attic. Goodness! <laughs> yeah. Literally, I used to have one of his T-shirts off the Oxcast store. Throwback, but um, yeah. So I'd say it works pretty well. It imports your existing Steam library, which already makes it far better than Stadia. Sorry, all eight Stadia users out there. <laughs> but Google abandoned you. I'm so glad I ended up not spending the, what was it, like 80 quid for the Founder Edition bundle? 90 quid, something like that. For basically three months game streaming and a fancy Chromecast. Yeah, I'm so glad I did not do that. Um, but yeah, it's like so you 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 pay eight ninety nine I think for the level I'm on, and you get up to six hours using um, playing a game at any one time. I think I don't know exactly why they impose a limit. Probably out of fairness, it's not like Nvidia is just going to have all these servers sitting around waiting for someone to use them. I expect they're doing other things in the meantime. Yeah, but um. So, yeah, I, I logged in, signed into Steam, boom, imported like 180 of my games that are compatible with it. And, you know, it's quite. You can also sign into Ubisoft or my least favorite game store there is, Epic Games. Um, it will automatically import your add ons for some games, like when I launched Euro Truck Sim. Um, I mean, I think that was basically the game doing it, but I was surprised they even allowed it. It imported all of my Steam Workshop items. And it didn't have to do it again next time I launched the game. So I think it saved that config. But, you know, it runs very, very well, even over my my lackluster home internet. Lackluster is just a nice way of saying crappy. <laughs> you know, my home Wi-Fi, it's supposed to be up to 70-something up to megabytes. It averages 50. What am I even paying for at this point? <laughs> but I'm not paying for it anymore, so I'm just the admin. But yeah, I tell you what, if you're uh, if you're looking for somewhere to play games on a device that is insufficient and you can afford the eight ninety nine a month to rent an Nvidia server for six hours at a time, I'd say do it. You know, it's pretty bloody good for for game streaming. It even ran Planet Side 2 perfectly fine. I didn't have any issues. I had more issues with Golf With Your Friends on it than I did with Planet Side 2. And Planet Side 2 is a FPS MMO. MMO FPS? Massively multiplayer on my first person shooter. MMO FPS. <laughs> I had to brain then. How many games? 174 of my Steam games it imported. Which is less than half. Because I have uh, 473 titles in my Steam library. Yeah. But that's that's in, like every single one of these games that they've imported to this will be installed, ready to go on like a massive network server, a network storage server. That one of these machines just grabs it like that. I'll tell you what, that's a dream in it to be able to play uh, video games from a re- remote storage server. No, I don't have to have nine terabytes of storage on my PC. 
I literally added another half a terabyte with an old SSD I had lying around just so my city skylines runs better. <laughs> and then it undid all my mods and it won't work now, so I need to go through and fix that config. That'll be fun. But yeah, you know, it's great. I've, I'm actually able to play like Metro 2033 now because of my Steam Deck and this. For some reason, it just doesn't like my PC. Which is interesting, because your PC's not bad. <laughs> it's great. I can run Metro Exodus, the newest and most graphically intensive of the Metro series, but I can't run the previous two for whatever reason. <laughs> Something to do with a file. I like uninstalled, reinstalled, and verified the files, and it still won't run. So thank you, Steam Deck, for that, and thank you, NVIDIA Game Streaming, for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, for what I'm... you were saying about it, it was like you were having a very good experience when we were playing Planetside. Yeah. Oh, Planetside. We ought to play some Planetside. Yeah, we'll more Planetside, Planet definitely. Planetside 2. Let's just become Planetside... Um... Planetside Professionals. Yeah. Ineptitude. <laughs> that's, the, that's the gang. Whatever it's called. Outfit, that's what it's called. Gang, what is this? GTA 5? Might be. Um, yeah. Let's, uh, let's move on to the mini topics. Whee! Um... Elon Musk has backed down from joining Twitter's board. So actually this happened pretty much the day after we no, the day we published um, the last podcast. So this is quite old news now. But um, yeah, literally the day before he was supposed to join Twitter's board, he was like, actually, do you know what? I'm not. <laughs> and then he made an offer to buy all of Twitter for something like $53 a share, which was above the Twitter's current trading price, but at its absolute peak last year, it was at $74 a share. So, obviously, the board were like, uh, no. <laughs> uh, no. And in fact, they've gone, they've started doing uh, a process called share poisoning. Right. Where they're basically splitting the shares again to, to put even more on the market. So that it's even harder for Elon Musk to buy all of Twitter. To be fair, I'm not sure I'd want to use Twitter if Elon Musk bought it. Uh, well, yeah, no. Yeah, thanks, Nvidia. No, I'm just not a fan of the bloke. He's a bit of a nutcase. Oh, wow, sorry. I, I, I've just seen I could play Stardew Valley on Nvidia game streaming. I think even <laughs> my laptop could handle Stardew Valley. I was going to say, hmm. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Let's not lie, it's not that hard no. to run Stardew Valley. No, it really I wanna, isn't. I, I want to look at what his minimum spec is. I'm getting distracted again. Yeah, literally, I've played, in the past two weeks, I've played 11.4 hours of Stardew Valley. I've more than doubled my playtime. <laughs> I just didn't play it much before. I, I tried it on stream and I was like, this is, not, this is not the game for me. But now I'm like, this is the game for me. <laughs> it's a chill game. Uh, it requires Windows Vista or greater. At least 2 gigahertz of processor, 2 gig of RAM, and 256 megabytes of video memory. And half a gig. It's a fantastic game for a game developed by one person. But uh, yes, anyway, I got distracted again. How did I even get onto this? Oh, I was, <laughs> I was looking at GeForce now, wasn't I? He's I got the portfolio again! <laughs> God, my brain is not in the right place today. And you'll find out why in a minute. <laughs> Where, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it might be time. Could the funeral bells be tolling? Is this the end of Netflix? Yes. 
I kind of I hope not. I, yeah, you know, I as hope much not. as I don't like the practices that the company are doing, I really want to see the Nimona movie after it got cancelled by Disney and saved by Netflix literally like two weeks ago. So, um, so on the back of forecasted subscriber losses, uh, they lost a hundred. For the first time ever, they posted a loss of subscribers for quarter one. They lost 100,000 subscribers in quarter one. Like, overall, that's even... That's accounting for people that joined up for the first time as well. Nice. So they, their overall numbers have dropped by 100,000, and they're projected to drop by another million by the end of this quarter. Which they might very well do if they continue their crackdown on the whole password sharing thing, which yes. their entire system facilitates anyway. Well, literally, 2017 Valentine's Day, they said, um, share, the, share a password with someone you love on Twitter. Yeah. So, you know, it's all until money gets involved. Exactly. But, um, yeah, in a single day, Netflix stock plunged 35%, wiping off 50 billion US dollars of their total market cap. Which, you know, it's a lot of money. It's, it's a lot to think about. Re- realistically, we don't really appreciate the scale of a billion, do we? No, you know, because I'm never going to get that much money, <laughs> so I don't care if a billionaire loses a billion. Well, if I'm yeah. honest. <laughs> well, think about it. How much more than one million is one billion? Oh, a lot. <laughs> Approximately one billion. Yeah. You know, that one million is such an inconsequential number compared to a billion that it's insane. For a company to lose 50 billion off of its market cap is quite a lot. Um, Netflix have announced further measures to combat password sharing in an attempt to make more people subscribe, which is Yeah, no, stupid. I'm unsubscribing the moment they do that. You know, the stupid part is they're like, oh, well, if we force everyone to have their own account or, like, one account per household, then more people will sign up. I can guarantee you they won't. Well, here's the thing. If they keep it as household, I'm fine because only me and Jess are on my Netflix account. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's like there's me, Mother, and Katie on my account. And we're all technically, like, registered as permanently addressed at the same place. But I live down here for more than half the year, and Katie lives in York for more than half the year. <laughs> yeah. So, well, it's even worse for Katie, because this academic year, she's going to be switching between York and Scarborough for medical placement. Yeah. How's this going to work, Netflix? Have you thought of this? No, you haven't. Why would they? It's not their problem. No, everyone will just have to get a separate account. Yeah, Everyone's no. going. To, there's going to be a lot more pe- people sailing the seven seas very soon, I reckon. Uh, Yes. Yeah, no, if they turn around and say, oh, even if someone in your household is sharing your account, no, you can't do that anymore, then my yeah, subscription is going immediately. But I don't think they'll do that. Oh, they, that would just Well, the thing is, it's like you pay for up to four screens. So what have I got, like, one screen for each eyeball and then two spare? Or <laughs> Yeah, but the thing is, who's to say they don't change that? Uh, yeah, literally, and if they start putting ads in as well, oh yeah, no, which I, is I, gone as a yeah, company. Yeah, and and Disney Plus are thinking about doing that as well. That's another topic. Yeah, well, I, I, they're doing it on the lowest tier, aren't they? I think we talked about that a little yeah, while ago. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it's the fact they're adding. It's like they're adding ads to it, and it's like, but they're still paying you. Well, yeah, it's like you know, fair enough. If you add ads to something like um, all four, 
here in the UK. It's free. Yeah, it's free to watch. Yeah. So, you know, I don't need a TV ads. license to watch it as long as it's not live. Yeah. And, you know, to remove the ads is only £4 a month or something. Yeah. Which is pretty good. Uh, you know, this is exactly what we spoke about a while ago with uh, Now TV putting ads on, on their £10 a month subscription. Like, no, sod off. I need to cancel that. <laughs> I'm remembering things. <laughs> Just remember you're going to cancel something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, this could be the end of Netflix, which would be a shame. I want to see the new season of The Umbrella Academy. I want to see what they do with Snowpiercer season four. And I want to see the Nimona movie. But... Oh well, if it's gone, it's and, gone. And now, well, at least we'll have their back catalogue. Yeah. If you can get a hold of it, you know some of the things they make on there, they don't even release a physical copy of. Oh, that's the problem with today's digital world as well. That's why I still like having physical copies if I can get them of games because. Well, it's like uh, technically speaking, there's a grey area in the law as to whether. Well, obviously, piracy is completely illegal. But there's a grey area in the law around... um, What's it called? Burridge, look into my brain. What's the word I'm thinking of? (laughs) Are you thinking about uh, around around content that that was released uh, from a company that's now defunct? No, no. um, So what I was thinking of was there is a legal grey area around whether... If you own the physical media, so the DVD or whatever, and you bypass the copy protect on that DVD just to make yourself a digital copy that you do not distribute, that is within a legal grey area. So technically speaking, if you run your own Plex server and you own a physical copy of everything on it, it's not illegal, sort of. There's some things around bypassing the copy protection that's that's what makes it a legal grey area. But it's because you technically own that media that it's fine. And that's the good part about owning a DVD, is the fact that you can prove you physically own it. It's not like you buy a digital copy and effectively you've got a contract that says you can watch this up until the company holding the contract deems that you can't. It's the same with DRM anywhere though like on Steam you buy a game on Steam you're technically buying a license to use the game yeah well that was the same with games um, on physical copies as well wasn't it really like you bought the license to use it you just had a physical copy to have it well yeah it's but it's like it's a lot harder to implement DRM it's a lot harder for a company to revoke that license yes in a physical copy which you know is what makes um, what's the one run by the witch uh, by CD Projekt Red? GOG. Oh, GOG. Yes. Yeah, that's what makes their storefront unique is that they offer DRM free games. Yeah, they have their own client as well, which obviously is a DRM, but they offered the downloads without their client, which is yeah, the you unique. Just... But even if you download it with their client, it's like you're fine. You can play it. It doesn't like call home, phone home to a server to make sure that you own the right to this game. Which is the big concern for what if someday in the future Valve decide that Steam is no more and all of their authentication servers go offline. Authentication, not authentication. I need. There's a difference between the two. Yeah. I, I literally just wrote 
like a mini 500 word piece on that for uni. <laughs> so, but um, so yeah, like if if that happens, like I can't play any of these games. I've got a very expensive Steam library <laughs> that'll be absolutely useless. Oh yeah, same. My Steam account is worth thousands of pounds. <laughs> But, you know, we've gone really off on a tangent again. We, that's okay. Uh, Why don't we I'm go to your final rant? The inevitable. <laughs> this is where Tom gets sad Angie. and angry. Why the hell is it so hard to get a new phone? So let me chronicle the saga for you. So as you'll know, if you've been listening to the past few episodes, Tom is getting an iPhone 13 Pro. Well, well now I'll be getting an iPhone 13 Pro Max eventually. Um, so, you know, what do we do here in Britain if you want a new phone barrage? We look at Car Phone Warehouse. Yep. Look there, you know, found a nice deal. Typed all the things in. It's like, yep, cool. Confirmation email. Uh, we need to do some checks and whatever, and we'll get back to you. Get an email this morning. I, I did that yesterday. I get an email this morning. We're sorry, but you have not passed the internal security check. Apparently, I'm a fraudster now. I knew it was me behind all those scams. <laughs> um, so I thought, well, that's okay. I'll go and speak to someone in person about it because, you know, they probably have more power. Nope. Turns out they don't. So I, I get up from, I get up from here, uh, get the bus 30 minutes up to the car, up to the courage PC world. Um, go in, wait 10 minutes while they're doing the manual, like everything, whatever up there. Once again, nope. Internal security check. And the best part is, because you can see the mainframe screen in there, um, it literally comes up with, do not attempt this again, in like <laughs> capital letters at the bottom of the security warning box. <laughs> I wonder what I've done. Is it because I was angry at them last, uh, in September? I doubt it, but, you know. Um, so I thought, well, this is annoying. So then I went into my current provider and I asked them about, uh, you know, what deals can they do to upgrade? I got some numbers off the store manager. Turns out, even just doing this, I can be classed as a business customer, to three at least. And by this, he means the podcast, podcast. and the Twitch and stuff like that. Even if we don't make any money from it, three classes would class both me and Burridge as business customers. Gonna remember that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Then you quoted me like something ten pound a month more than ID wanted for theirs, and I was like, "That's a bit, bit much." So I came home, looked on. I thought, "Oh, I'll go have a look what student deals there is." Found one through three again. Um, pretty decent deal, you know. So I thought, right, okay, I'm going to go back in and speak to the staff and be like, "Yo, can we get this done?" Twenty. To 30 minutes later, after sitting down, having a chat, whatever, yeah, still no. Just still straight up no. So I'm like, right, okay. If I want to do that, I'll have to cancel my current phone contract, start a new one, port my phone number from my existing SIM to a, another company's SIM, and then port it back to three. Because apparently an internal phone number transfer is really difficult. Wait, what? Even though I know Tesco Mobile can do it because I've done it for customers before when I worked there. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. So I was just like, fine. Came home, 
you know, filled out everything on ID.com because I was like, do you know what? I'll just go with them because at least I don't have to port my number once. Got the confirmation email. Now, the, the thing is, the bloke at Carphone said, it's okay, ID don't do an internal security check. <laughs> Boy, was he wrong. <laughs> Literally, five minutes before starting recording this, I get the email saying, oh, you've failed our internal security checks. What have I done to upset Dixon's retail? Like, seriously, other than saying that they're useless because they have nothing in stock. Like, what is the point of having that big building and only having, like, 25% of things in stock? They're literally basically just a showroom now. (laughs) If I wanted to have something delivered, I'd have used Amazon or a different... I'd have ordered it online. I wouldn't go in person. That's why I went back to three the second time today, because I thought... Well, the store manager said they had that particular iPhone that was in the offer in stock, ready to go. And I was like, cool, if I can get that today, that's pretty good. Nope. So Thomas is very angry, and I need to figure out exactly how I'm going to get a new phone, because the battery on my existing one is pretty much fried. If, like, you know, I, I'm a power user. I use my phone a lot. It'll last me maybe four hours of Reddit browsing before the battery's gone, and that's on battery saver mode. That's with, like, auto-rotate and everything turned off. If I use it to listen to Spotify in the car without it charging, it will die pretty quick because apparently the Bluetooth is power-hungry, even though it should be Bluetooth 5 low energy. Ah, Thomas is not happy. And still doesn't have an iPhone. <laughs> and still doesn't have still his doesn't new phone. Have an iPhone. <laughs> Which is uh, annoying because we're supposed to be recording, playing golf on uh, a week's time. Yeah, and well, I hopefully. Have a device to record it on. Well, we'll have to see about that because they never responded to our email. <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll just ask in person. To be, pro- to be honest, they probably don't care. They probably get a lot of people doing it for TikTok anyway. So. Yeah, well, yeah, we're not doing it for cringy stuff like that. Jeez. Not doing... <laughs> we also run a TikTok media account and just use it to advertise. Oh, that's yeah. Why? Uh, well, Maybe we should have a. T- <laughs> <laughs> but well, you see, I'm. Uh, I was going to keep my OnePlus Seven T Pro and use it as a phone for social media for like Burge and Tom socials. Mm. But turns out I can trade this one into CEX for up to two hundred pounds in voucher, so I can buy my GoPro with that, and I'll use my Pixel Two XL, which I still have, which has a better battery in it still, to do all the social stuff. So. <laughs> well, there you go then. There we go. But I still don't have an iPhone, so Thomas is not very happy. To be fair, like my bank accounts are quite empty at the moment because, you know, student loan not here. Um but I might just have to get my mother to take it out in her name and I just send her the money. It's a nightmare. But anyway, that's all for from us today. <laughs> um I just realised I started the outro with the way it doesn't normally start, so I'll restart that again. Are we? <laughs> My grasp of English is tenuous at best. <laughs> oh, tenuous, that's another good word. Yes, the top tenuous. That was a thing on BBC Radio 2 for a while. <laughs> <laughs> no, legit, it was like um, they'd have callers ringing, and it's like, how are you tenuously related to whatever celebrity they were talking about, or like what sort of interaction? And it was the most tenuous... Um, thing was like the best one, and they got like a T-shirt or something. But it was, it was, it was always weird. But anyway, 
And that is also... Oh, sorry, <laughs> I'm really struggling. And that is us all done for this episode of Burridge and Tom rambling on. If you like what you've heard and you want to hear more, you subscribe to Burridge and Tom over in, over on YouTube. <laughs> I'm really sure I'm mispronouncing half of these words. <laughs> Would you like me to try it for what? Shall we reverse it? Let's, let's switch this up. Let's Burridge reverse it. I'll read time. it out. All right, this should be Which good. you read out the right name at the end? <laughs> not, not my name. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> should be good. <laughs> I've not had caffeine today and you can really tell. I need to make myself a coffee. <laughs> and that is us all done for this episode of Burge and Tom Rambling On. If you'd like what you heard and you want to hear about all the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Oh. Right. <laughs> Podcast's over. You can find the things on the website, burgeandtom.com. <laughs> you subscribe on YouTube if you want. Follow us on whatever your favourite platform is. There's a Patreon. You can give us money if you really like us. Um, and you can join our Discord if you want to get involved or reach out to us on Twitter at Burridge and Tom, I think. Yeah, it's just Burridge yeah, and Tom Burridge on all socials. Tom. Yeah. The account name's like the full name of the podcast, but we ought to like have a discussion about that anyway. As always, I have been Tom. And I've been Burridge. I'm so sorry for you all having to listen to this. <laughs> we'll be back next time, hopefully with a better grasp of English and even more nonsense, and hopefully an iPhone 30 <laughs> Pro. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>